there's opportunity when you're facing adversity. And when you're in isolation, there's always the potential for innovation. It may be anything but business as usual right now. As we look to adapt and pivot our businesses by embracing new technologies and new ways of working post-COVID-19. I hope your business or the company that you work for has been able to use this time to think outside the box, to get creative in order to be sustainable. I know it's easier said than done, but please remember that all major progress in life takes place when you're outside your comfort zone. And although it might not seem like it right now, Overcoming obstacles and challenges is what makes life more important and certainly more meaningful. So join me, Mark Coulter, and my colleague Simon Curtis for this weekly podcast series, and we'll share with you invaluable tools, strategies, help and advice gathered from some of the leading entrepreneurs, business innovators and creative thinkers from around the world. We're all in this together, and you are certainly not alone. Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Karis and Coulter podcast, a series of short, approximately 15-minute episodes with myself, Mark, and my colleague, Simon, where each week we have a special guest and discover from them the two to three pieces of advice we hope will help businesses successfully navigate through the current economic crisis. Today's special guest is digital marketing expert, founder and president of award-winning digital healthcare marketing agency, Arteric, Mr. Hans Kaspersets. Hans's mission is to accelerate pharma and biotech brands' global reach and influence, which in today's current climate is even more important than ever. Hans spoke with my colleague Simon recently to talk about the big pivot companies need to make to engage customers post-pandemic. He also talks about how he manages his own company remotely and how he sees future trends in healthcare. So Simon, over to you, my friend. Enjoy. Joining me this afternoon is Hans Kaspersetz. Hans is the founder and president of Arteric, a digital marketing agency that services the uh, healthcare community. I'm going to jump right into these questions today. How do you think the disruption from the COVID-19 pandemic might change the way healthcare companies engage their customers in the future? We believe that the COVID disruption is the catalyst for accelerating right the change that we've seen coming in the market and i think that you know honestly we're never going to go back to the way it was i mean i think some parts will 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 sort of will snap back at some level but really i think what we we're going to learn here is that the way we communicate the way we interact the way we connect is forever changed you know when i think about healthcare delivery specifically we think about the the transition from emergency care to mini clinics to urgent care. Uh, we think about the emergence of telemedicine specifically, you know, in the obesity market. Uh, and 
you know, I think that as we move through this, we're going to see really a dramatic growth in the delivery of medicine via telemedicine. I mean, one really good example, we happen to work for a uh, substance abuse uh, clinic network. In the span of about 48 hours, they converted from being a completely in-person operation to being a completely remote operation. And they were able to retain 85% of their client base through that transition. And they've seen really remarkably good results. Now, when we go a little bit further and we think through, well, you know, there was many, many no-see uh, institutions or limited C institutions, which you know limited our access for for our field sales force and our MSLs. We have a real opportunity to use this to to transition to remote telerepping, right? So, how do we use Zoom? How do we use Viva Engage? How do we use other platforms to engage our physician audiences with the educational materials that they need and content that they need on demand, or at least at the convenience of the HCP? And still have access. So, you know, it's, I think I'm really excited. Uh, while I know that that sounds uh, sort of odd given the circumstances we're in, I see this as a pivotal moment in the way we connect with the people around us, how we connect with our audiences. And I think digital sort of media is going to be essential to being successful as we go forward. I guess this next question is tied in and related to part of your answer. How impactful has the remote working environment uh, we all find ourselves in right now um, behind driving this change? I think it's hugely impactful, right? So, you know, Arteric, we founded Arteric 20 years ago. Uh, we started out as a virtual agency. We then in-housed everybody. And I was pretty insistent that everybody come to work and be in the office so we could see each other. Uh, we then swapped the agency over to being completely remote and virtual, like everybody else almost. And we started to survey the team. And so every week I run a survey with the entire team. And uh, you know, some of the questions are, you know, how satisfied are you uh, working from home? Do you want to work from home permanently? What kinds of, you know, what are the issues? What are the top two issues? The number one issue we see week to week is social isolation on that survey. Uh, and then the other issue is just general anxiety about COVID, right? And so, you know, we think through, well, how do, you know, what do, how do we handle the social isolation issue? How do we handle staying connected? And I think that's solvable, right? I think the other piece is we have gotten much, much better at connecting with our audiences over Zoom, Google Hangouts, uh, or Google Meet, uh, Skype, etc. And we've, we are now adopting and seeing sort of this really heavy rush into deploying Viva Engage in order to deliver approved content to our physician audiences. Uh, and I think once that happens and, and our marketers and our clients get comfortable with it and our reps get good at delivering that content, I think at some level and some big level, we're going to remain, we're going to continue to do that because by transitioning to remote, whether it's in the delivery of healthcare or whether it's uh, in telerepping and the delivery of, of healthcare content, we start to reduce the cost basis. We start to add additional flexibility into the system, which we didn't have before. And we're able to create much richer customer experiences, whether we're a physician delivering 
you know, a diagnosis or a prescription or we're a rep delivering educational content to our physician audience. Obviously, this next question, again, sort of dovetails nicely into uh, your last comment there. I, w- I wanted to know, how will the rep world respond to a potential future digital health culture? I'm assuming there'll be big changes there. So can you get, kind of give us your thoughts on how you, what you think might happen? I think reps are still important. There is no substitute for having a conversation. You know, I mean, we've gotten really good at delivering non-personal tactics. So email, websites, native content across the different platforms. But that still doesn't replace, you know, 10 minutes of a physician looking a rep in the eye and asking him, hey, how does this work? Tell me about this clinical study. Help me to understand how to dose this. Help me to understand what your other, uh, you know, prescribers are doing. And so, you know, and I think this comes back to my social isolation comment, right? Like, while physicians do consume a lot of content digitally, I mean, we have ran a survey last year with 400 physicians to investigate uh, how they're using advanced technologies, such as artificial intelligence, voice assistance. Uh, and we also investigated things like email and websites. I mean, on the voice assistant side, you know, 28% of, physici- of that surveyed audience reported using a voice assistant in their practice to get dosing information, reimbursement information, diagnosing information. So there's still 70, you know, there's what, 62% or 70, 72% of the audience that is seeking information in more traditional ways. Some of that is through website and email. And then a lot of that is going to be talking to peers, right, which is a face-to-face activity. So that happens at conferences, that happens at lunch and learns, that happens at dinners. And then there's still this need to have these one-on-one conversations. So the big pivot, Simon, isn't whether or not we're going to see less, fewer reps. I mean, that might happen because reps will be more flexible in how they can engage. The big pivot is how do we deliver the content How do we do it on demand? How do we create these on-demand rich customer experiences so that the rep can do it remotely when the physician wants to see them? Um, Hans, is there one one final question? Is there any uh, um, advice you'd like to give to the healthcare marketing world traversing through this this period? Thanks, Simon. Yeah, that's another great question. There's, There's a couple of things. I mean, it's hard to be openly optimistic right now. You don't want to... um, really trade on people's misfortune. So what I would, maybe I'll reframe it and think in in these terms. As a digital marketing agency and somebody who's been building and executing on these tactics for almost 20 years, Arteric is perfectly positioned to help transform our clients and our new clients' marketing activities. And we're just, we're really well suited for it. It's, It's right in our wheelhouse. And as an innovator and somebody that's been really driving change in the industry for for quite a long time, this is a perfect opportunity for us and our clients to continue to drive that change. Now, what does that mean? The advice I would give is remain open-minded. Understand that the ways that we used to do marketing tactically are changing. The channel, you know, you have to really rethink your channel optimization. You have to think through the fact, is it a time to be marketing for a conversion and a sale or is it a time to be building an audience? And certain brands really should be focused on building an audience right now. Certain brands should be focused on converting. I mean, I 
we just helped launch a product, which was a successful launch. You know, Padufa came and went. It was all good. And that brand decided to delay commercialization for some period of time. Well, what are you going to do in that period of time? You, you don't want to let that time go. I mean, you're, you know, you're still moving towards loss of exclusivity through that period of time. So I think that there's strategic conversations that need to happen around how do we behave in a COVID-19 world and how do we not lose momentum while also not sort of being offensive for lack of a better way to put it. And I think a lot of that comes down to having an open mind, thinking through your channels, making sure that you have the right partners in place who have deep digital, deep innovation chops, making sure that they're combining both uh, you know, deep insights that are coming you know, both from technology and market experience as with really sophisticated, smart deployments uh, that are cost efficient. So Hans, I would like to thank you so much for your time today. It's been an honor to speak with you again. Keep doing all of the, the work that yourself and the Arteric team are doing to help drive that change. We very much appreciate it. Thank you, Simon. I really appreciate the opportunity and I'm looking forward to our in-person event this December. That's the end of the episode, folks. A big thank you to Hans for joining us this week. To find out more about the excellent work of Hans and his team at Arteric, please visit www.arteric.com and you can follow Hans on Twitter at Hans Kaspersess. Also, this information, as well as other research links, can be found in our show notes section at www.curriscoulter.com forward slash podcast. Once there, don't forget to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes delivered directly to your inbox each week. In the next episode, we're going to have less of a business focus next week and focus more on the actual pandemic itself and the big question, will there be a second wave? And joining us next week to shed some light on that important fundamental question is a member of the World Health Organization's Board of Experts. He's also a member of the Google Health Advisory Board and he's also a critical thinker in the fields of science, health and technology. He's Mr. John Nosta. He gives us some fascinating insights into that very question, so don't miss that. And so my friends, stay tuned, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Narvar. Narvar are an intelligent customer experience platform that helps commerce companies simplify the everyday lives of consumers. They ensure every touch point along the consumer purchase journey engages customers and enables emotional connections from pre-purchase to in-store experiences and beyond. Visit them at www.narvar.com. And if you're interested in sponsoring a future podcast, please go to www.curtiscoulter.com forward slash podcast for more information.